What is up? Welcome into the Sports Burrito Podcast. We got a special mock draft episode today. As always, it's me, Blake. Uh, we got Toheep, and we got a special guest today, uh, Justin. He is actually my cousin. He's a real big, real big football guy, real big on the draft. So we're gonna have him on today, and we're gonna do a mock draft for everybody. Sounds good. Standing ovation. <clears throat> there What's you go, up, Justin. That's right. That's right. First go. time on the podcast. Um. Yeah, we're just going to jump right in. Uh, we're all going to do a pick a piece. Uh, try to do this as quick as possible. We, we don't need to pretend we're Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper. So. Anyway. Fair enough. All right, so I'll start it off uh, with the first pick. Um, this, uh, By the way, this is going to be who we think they should take. This is not going to be what we think is going to happen because it's a little too far out for us to guess that. Anyway. Right, right, so, right. Um, so the first pick, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars should. If I was the GM, I would take uh, I would take uh, Evan Neal, the offensive tackle. Um, I think you gotta you gotta give Trevor Lawrence a real chance to be a quarterback before you can say he's a bust. So you gotta give him O line, and I think right now that's more important than pass rush. So for me personally, I'd take Neal. Fair enough. Who's gonna go second? Who's gonna go? Yeah, I'll go with um, Aiden Hutchinson. I say you take the best player available. Fair enough. Uh, I agree with Blake. Um, I, I don't think Lawrence is anywhere near a bust, but, you know, their pass protection was awful. You need to go for a tackle. I'd go with Evan Neal as well. Okay. All right. With the, uh, with the second pick, the Lions, it just feels to me like almost almost like it, this is just the way it should work out, that Aiden Hutchinson should be a Lion. He's from there. He went to Michigan. He's the best player, next best player on the board. So I think uh, Aiden Hutchinson should be the Lions pick. Dub. All right, I have uh, Detroit going with secondary, getting uh, Derek Stingley. Ooh. All right, you're not worried about Stingley's ankle issues? Well, it's either they draft him or they keep up with who they have, which wasn't enough like all year. Well, they'll have Akuda coming back, hopefully, you know, if and, he's healthy. And I thought Aurorier was pretty good this year. But then again, I mean, it didn't hurt to have three corners because it's a passing league. So, fair right. enough. What you got, Justin? Uh, probably would go with Aiden Hutchinson as well. I mean, he's a hometown guy from Michigan. I mean, mm-hmm. best player available. I mean, between him and Kyle Hamilton, they need pass rush. They got a decent secondary, in my opinion. So, I go Hutchinson. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're, I don't know if we're going to agree on this one. This is where I tend to taper off from the regular. Um, I think the, the Houston Texans are picking third. I think they should take Kyle Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame, because um, I think he is a safety prospect unlike any other guy we've seen in a long time. And the, the Texans just need good players to play on the field. And Justin Reed seems like he's getting ready to leave, so – I'd uh I'd lean Kyle Hamilton as my uh my pick there. Yeah, I also have Kyle Hamilton. I think the Texans will make a big trade this offseason, uh, trading their quarterback 
try, maybe uh, try another rebuild year with Lovey Smith as head coach. <clears throat> mm. Okay, Justin. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with what he said as far as making a trade. I, I think obviously you got to move Watson, and you know they need help everywhere. Um, yeah, I think safety isn't going to be as big of an impact immediately. Um, I I think they go with Iki Aquano and rebuild the O-line. I mean, Tunsil might leave. Either he leaves or not, they still need help on the O-line. I'd go with Aquano. Okay. Uh, speaking of Icky, Icky is actually my uh, my pick for the Jets at pick four. Uh, I think uh, Icky's like – it's a similar kind of pick to having Beckton last year where he's kind of like a freak athlete at tackle, and he can also play guard. And I think, you know, the Jets are another case where they just – we just need to see – what a real team around Zach Wilson, what he actually looks like. So I think uh, pick four, I got Icky Aquanu. Okay, pick four, I have the Jets taking Evan Neal, you know, best player available. I have him following a little bit because these other teams, they need help other way, um, other places than online. Okay. Huh? Justin? Yeah, if Evan Neal was there, that would absolutely be a great pick. Um, yeah, I think they'd go tackle regardless. Yeah, I mean, if I had a Quanu there, I mean, I, I agree with what you said, Blake. I mean, if a Quanu is there, that's a great pick for them. But in, in my opinion, if Thibodeau on my board is still there, I think, you know, edge help, best player available outside mm-hmm. of Hamilton on my board, I think that's what they need, and they go Thibodeau. Yeah, that's uh, that's my next pick. Uh, the Giants be Thibodeau because the Giants, more than probably any team on here, are they their their pass rush is just so bad. It's bad both sides of the trenches they were bad last year so any any way they can get better on either side of the, the line i think that's really yeah and they're not gonna let thibodeau fall past that five either. past five yeah five is his farthest dropping spot in my opinion so yeah i got need a line but yeah i agree yeah Tope? all right five i have the giants taking akeem ekwanu okay i think i pronounced his name perfectly uh, yeah. The second best Icky. tackle on the board. Yeah. Uh, need some protection for Danny Jones if you want him to be the future. Sure enough. Because right now the whole team was just a disaster under Joe Judge. Fair enough. Justin. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, obviously, Quan is off the board for me here, but uh, I agree with the same concept. I, I go Charles Cross. I actually think Cross and Neil are tit for tat the best tackle in the class. I, I really like Cross, so that's who I'd go with. Yeah, I think Cross is the safer pick. Um, he doesn't have as much of the ceiling that Evan Neal has. Like, Evan Neal could be Trent Williams. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, there's a – in my opinion, there's a risk with tall O-linemen. I mean, it's not every yeah. day you get Tyron Smith and Trent Williams. So, as long as he's – you know, Evan Neal's solid. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for the Panthers, this will be the first quarterback coming off the board. Um, I don't think that this guy's the best quarterback, but I think the Panthers need somebody that's explosive and can make plays happen because their offense is just so lacking in that, and it has been. Um, so I'm going to take uh, – I think Malik Willis is going to go here. I don't think he's the best quarterback in the strap, but I think he's the best day one guy that can make plays and make them competitive. So I'm going to take Malik Willis. Yeah, I, I agree here. I think uh, Matt Rule, he he's uh, coached with the most to lose if he doesn't take a quarterback <clears throat> and he doesn't win. So 
it's kind of like he's forced to here to save his job. Yeah. So are you taking are you taking Malik Willis here too? Yeah, I think he's going to be the highest rated quarterback in the first taken. I don't think he's going to be the best, but you know, yeah. I'm not really a draft expert. Yeah. Okay, Justin. Yeah, I mean, I get the concept, you know, with Matt Rule and everything, but you know, Matt Rule's replaceable. You know, the Panthers do have a really good team, and with Kyle Hamilton still on my board available, I mean, he's one of the best in the draft. I think they need to just get the best, best player, player available here, and yeah. Kyle Hamilton's who I'd go with. Yeah, because then that secondary is disgusting, just absolutely right. disgusting. They'd be getting yeah, Hornback as well. And I also think any other year, Malik Willis is not a first-round pick, definitely not a high first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Um you have Sam I mean, Darnold on a fifty or fifth or sixth year option for cheap too. You know, let him let him play. Well, I mean, I I don't know. I just don't think they're going to keep him. It seems like they really hate him. I don't know. The Panthers is a weird situation. Like we're not including trades in this, but I think they have to pursue trade more than yeah, a pick. Yeah. But if they're picking here and and Sam Darnold's the only quarterback on the roster, to me they have to. But if Kyle Hamilton's there, I mean. If Kyle Hamilton's there, I would try to trade with the Broncos and get them to jump the Giants or someone else and then try to pick up Hamilton later. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the second Giants pick is where I have Charles Cross. Like I said before, they need to get better on both sides of the ball. Charles Cross is still there. You can't let him go back any farther than that if you're the Giants. Um, then you're getting who, two. Who'd you have him taken with your other pick? Thibodeau. So, they okay. would then – get one of the best best D linemen, one of the best O linemen, and could like change their whole like image as a team overnight. So I think that's a that's gonna be a great draft for the Giants personally. All right. Yeah, I have the Giants taking David Lloyd, uh try to build up their defense, Whoa. get a little better at um linebacker. And uh, I already mm-hmm. had them taking, you know, linebacker. another um tackle. The guy from NC State, so yeah. Okay. I mean, I I love Evan. Lo- I mean, Devin Lloyd, man, he's he's solid. Uh, I don't know if I believe what they say about you know getting the O line back right for Daniel Jones. I mean, I watched Daniel Jones. I'm a Duke fan, obviously, so I think he sucks. But uh, <laughs> they they do need help at O line, and I I wasn't a fan out of them beginning, but now I think that they go Linderbaum and Charles Cross on my board and double up on O lineman. Linderbaum's the best prospect in the class on, on the O-line. So, Yeah, I think he's probably the best center center prospect that probably has ever come out of college, like straight coming out, like what we thought coming out of college. Yeah, he's so. day one starter. He's he's just a stud. Yeah. Um, so the Falcons is the one I have the biggest issue with trying to pick here because um, they have just <clears throat> so many issues and so many ways they could go here. Um, I think they're – they're going to take that. They're going to have to go edge because they've had the worst pass rush in the NFL for like a decade. Um, and they, the two big guys have already come off the board. And I think Carl Loftus is showing that he's just going to be like a, a general kind of guy. So a little more boom here. I'm going to go with Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. It's going to be my pick. Very uh, pro ready talent. Yeah, he's got a lot of a higher ceiling, in my opinion. He could be like an elite edge rusher. So. Take Jermaine Johnson. Last chance, you. Yeah, I like Jermaine Johnson. He's a good player. Yeah. What you got, Tobe? Yeah, at eight, I have the Falcons taking uh, Thibodeau. Uh, best available. Yeah. Um, obviously, he was supposed to be uh, preseason number one pick. 
you know, things happen. They're questioning his motor, his size, stuff like that. But, yeah, they do need some pass rush on the Falcons' D-line. So. Yeah, Thibodeau's there. That's excellent. I mean, it's a wet dream can't pass Falcons. it up, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty wet dream right there. So, I, with the Falcons' pick, I think that Calvin Ridley is going to be gone, and obviously mm-hmm. they're going to need receiver help. There's a a lot of receivers in this draft they could go with. Um, I, I personally think Stingley's the best corner prospect of the two, but I, I have a hard time coming off of Maude Gardner. I think that's who they take here. Sauce? They're taking yeah. Sauce here? Yeah, I really I really like him as a prospect, and I think he fits there. He fits the Atlanta, the Atlanta kind of swag feel? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so, again, at the Broncos, I'm assuming more than likely they'll end up with Aaron Rodgers. But let's say Aaron Rodgers isn't there. Um, I think they go Matt Corral here. Um, I think he's the next best quarterback, and I I think that's where if there's no other if they don't have a quarterback on the roster, Matt Corral should be their pick here in my opinion. So I think he's oh, got the right. he's got the best potential of the guys left. Fair enough. All right, I and have Lock the is um, oh. I have um the Broncos taking David Ojabo, building up their D line. You know, get some. Because their D-line can't stay healthy. Get some fresh faces on there. Try to keep it uh, consistent all season long because, you know, they were really inconsistent this season. Uh, So what Blake said, obviously I believe they're going to get a quarterback. Um, I don't think that that's an option really to draft somebody here. So, since we're not going with trades in the draft, I, I will take a quarterback here. And I would go Sam Howell if it was me. He's my quarterback one on the board. Um, and that's who I would draft. I mean, I think he's got the most upside in the class, and he's not really talked about as much. He gets a lot of Baker Mayfield comp, and I, I just disagree with it. He's he's much better than that, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Um, so my next pick, we had I had the Jets taking uh, Iki before. Um, I think the Jets' defense isn't that far off of being a decent defense, and they've got a a defensive-minded head coach. They've got some money if they can get some guys healthy. So I'm going to go offense again. I think they're going to take Traylon Burks here. I think he's uh, he's he's kind of like a freak athlete. Dude. He's going to be. I think he's going to be really good NFL receiver. Kind of reminds me of like uh, Brandon Ayuk. So I'm a, uh, I'll take Traylon. I like the pick. I like the Jets getting a receiver. They yeah. they need help. They have to. You got to see whether Zach Wilson has like real potential moving forward because I think this is what the a lot of teams have failed to do when they take these like high picks, high quarterbacks, is we mm-hmm. write them off as bust without giving them a real chance. Yeah, I I like Burks. It's, it's tough for them to take him at ten with how deep the receiver class is. I wish they could trade back and possibly do that, but yeah, well, the I mean, prospect himself is good. If there's trades involved, they might because, I mean, there's obviously other teams that are going to need quarterbacks. They're farther back, like probably the uh, the Bucks, um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, some other – maybe the Cardinals. We don't know what's going to happen with Kyler Murray. Um, the Steelers are t- uh, way farther back too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But right now, if they were picking right there, I'd have to take the guy that I feel like is going to make – give Kyle Wilson the best chance. I think that's Burks. So, Tobe? All right. Um, I have the Jets double dipping on O line and taking Charles Cross. Okay. Try to you know give Zach Wilson the best shot to have success. 
Yeah. Same kind of same logic as I had, just a different pick. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, they got a good young running back there too, so you know, yeah, it's gonna help both both sides. So yeah. Uh, on my board, I Derek Stingley is still here. I think he, if he can stay healthy, he's definitely the number one corner in the draft. He's excellent. He could play wide receiver in my opinion. So yeah. if I was a Jess and he's still there, I'm taking him an RB. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next is the the commies, um, the good old commies. Um, I actually, I don't think any player quarterback left. It's better than Heineke right now. So I have them going receiver again uh, because someone. Well, I just had a last minute change of my mind. I'm gonna take Tyler Linderbaum here. I was gonna go receiver, but I think if. Um, I think if, if Curtis Samuel can play a full season, then they're fine at receiver. And they'll have McLaurin and uh, Curtis Samuel. So, I'm going to take Lindbaum. Fair enough. He's a good prospect. I mean, they're they, have a good, they have a good run. Scherf is leaving, though, more than likely. So, yeah, I'm, that's why I think they got to fill that spot. He's a he's a Pro Bowl uh, interior lineman. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replace that, and that way they can give Gibson – Heineke and all them guys the best possible chance. So that's where I'm going to go. All right. Yes, Blake. I also have the commies taking an offensive lineman. I have them taking Trevor Pinning. Ooh. Out of Northern Iowa. Saucy. I think uh, River Ron, he has a talent for guys, and I don't think he wants to deal with a you know, rookie quarterback this late into his career. And I know the ownership, they don't know what they're doing. They didn't know what they were doing when they came up with this damn name. <laughs> Their stadium stinks. They stink. They'll still stink, but hopefully this guy will pan up, pan out good. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, this this is tough. There's a lot of different ways they can go. I mean, I think that you know Willis and Pickett are both still on my board for Washington. I, I kind of like Haneke. I think he's a little. Yeah. He gets beat up a lot, but he's a good talent. Um, yeah, I I would go Devin Lloyd. He's still on my board here. He's just a well-rounded anchor for the defense. I think you know having somebody as a field general like that would just boost up the whole team. So I'd go Devin Lloyd. Okay. Uh, next pick is the Vikings. This is where I have the, the Stingley slide stopping. I know he's the ankle thing is weird, and we'll learn more about it. But the the Vikings defense is just horrid. Like, just terrible. Uh, they need help as much as they can get. And he's the best defense player on the board. So, I think Stingley, if he's healthy, changes their defense tomorrow. Yeah, he so. drops to 12. That's a excellent – I mean, that's a steal. Their cornerback room is terrible. Yeah, we just don't really know. Like, with – like, you know, like injuries, especially for cornerbacks, sometimes they just fall, uh, you know. So, I just I'm, – I'm, I don't know. I, I still haven't decided how I feel about it. But if he's healthy, he's obviously, like, an elite cornerback. Yeah, the dude from Virginia Tech fell – Last draft and you know, Farley, it didn't yeah. work out. Yeah, I mean he's he stayed out the whole year pretty much. So and when he know. played, he was excellent, but he just isn't healthy all the time. So mm-hmm. you got to take take what you can. So, but yeah, Stingley's my pick for the Vikings. Yeah. Okay, I have the Vikings taking Sauce Gardner, a guy that didn't give up a touchdown in college. And uh, you know the Vikings, they need to fix their secondary. They gave up a last second touchdown to Jerry Goff and the Detroit Lions. In one of the worst <laughs> secondary plays I've ever seen. Yeah, they need to improve there, definitely. Yeah, 
I agree with both of you guys. If if I think McDuffie is probably the next best corner, on, in my opinion. I think it's a little too early for him. Um, on my board, Carl Loftus is still there. They're having, you know, they're up in the air with the Neil Hunter. I think Carl Loftus should be the pick okay. if it was me. All right. Uh, next, we got the Browns, and I feel like no matter what, this pick has to be receiver because uh, they they have a terrible receiver room. Um, and I'm stuck between Jamison Williams and Olave here, but I think I'm going to lean Williams because he has more, like, number one receiver potential. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Jamison Williams here. All right. Over here, I'm going with the Ohio State guy, Garrett Wilson. I mean, if Baker can't throw to this guy, you got to move on. Well, he couldn't throw to Odell, and Odell looked pretty good last up. His, uh, his Rams career. I hate Odell. He, I mean, he, just his <laughs> drama and I, I just I don't know. All right. Well, what you what you got here? I, I mean, I agree with both of you. They their team is good. I mean, they have a very good roster, probably one of the best rosters. But they just can't put it together for whatever reason. They got to have a receiver. Uh, I agree with Tahib. I mean, Garrett Wilson. I don't think he's the top prospect, but I think he's probably the most well rounded to start. Fits the Browns. He can do a little bit of everything. He's a great route runner. I, I'd, I'd go with Wilson. Okay. Um, the Ravens are up next. Uh, my team. Um, I think if Linderbaum is here, that has to be the pick. But they also have issues at edge and might have an issue at corner. Um, so I'm going to take David Ojabo here. Um, I think Ojabo is like a freaky athlete, kind of like uh, Adafi Owe is. So – He's uh mm-hmm. he's somebody you can put on the other side, and since they're they now they fired Wink, their scheme might be different where they need people that are less blitzers and more hand in the dirt, um, like <clears> edge <throat> rushers. So we're gonna see. I think I think Ojabo should be the pick here, somebody that can it's like make an immediate impact and get sacks day one. So three yards and a cloud of dust football. That's right. That's right. Tobe. Okay, I have the Ravens taking Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Uh, those boys on the Georgia D-line, they were nasty. And I know the Ravens, they're like a factory for linebackers and defensive linemen and all that. It, it's just insane how they how, how they do it. Okay, Justin? Yeah, I mean, Ajabo has been mocked to Baltimore by so many people, and I can understand it. I mean, the – I think the D – I don't know if it's the D-line coach or the coordinator coach. He's uh, Our new away. defensive coordinator was is Mike McDonald. He was the defensive coordinator at the, at Michigan this year. Yeah, so he coached the Java. I know he's probably going to be really high on him. I also could see him taking some a tackle here with the issues. And, you know, yeah. They need corner help as well with Jimmy Smith possibly leaving. Yeah. Um, I would go with Java, though. I mean, I think it makes the most sense. So. Yeah, I think if one of the – Cross or somebody like that fell, they would, or Linderbaum, they'd go there first. Yeah, because the edge is deep in this class, in my opinion. So um, we'll just. But I think if if that's all that's there, Ojabo, I don't think he's their first choice, though, in my opinion. But yeah, I think from what we've got, that's what I would take. For the Eagles, I think uh, them having back to back picks here is a really big deal for them, and they could like really reshape their team. They've got three picks out of the next five. Um, so I'm going to go Sauce Gardner here. He's still on my board. Um, I think he is a starter tomorrow. You put him on the other end of Darius Slay, their defense becomes much better, like, immediately. So 
Take so you, you take uh, a job of a gardener for the Ravens? Um, it depends on what happens with Marcus Peters. And as of right now, I would want to keep Marcus Peters, um, especially if they're willing to restructure his contract, if he's willing to do that. If he's not willing to do that, then I would cut Marcus Peters or trade him and mm-hmm. cut Jimmy Smith and start over, and then I would take Sauce. But Fair I think Sauce, Sauce would fit with the Ravens, and he would fit really well like day one, and he has that kind of like mentality like a lot of the Ravens do, and they're kind of like yeah. you know, overly swag. Oh, yeah, every like, mock I've done that he's fell at for, I've had him taking him. But, yeah, yeah I, I understand. I, I would, I would love to have Sauce Gardner. It really just depends on Marcus Peters because they've got a lot of holes on defense all of a sudden. Yeah. Cope? All right. I have uh, the Eagles taking Joral Karlaftis. I think if you're a defense player and you play for that Purdue team, it, you're rated this high. You, you got to be individually pretty damn good. And, you know, the Eagles <laughs> don't really have much of a pass rush against good teams. They have a good secondary, very opportunistic. But, yeah, they do need some help. All right. Um, I have struggled with the Eagles picks here because there's a, a lot of ways they could go. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they've got to get somebody for Hurts to throw the ball to outside of Devontae Smith. Um mm-hmm. Drake London's the top receiver on my board, and, and that's who I'd go with with their first pick. Um, it's tough to say. that You can go a lot of different ways. Okay. Uh, for my second pick, I've actually got them going um, with the predecessor to uh, Fletcher Cox. His uh, The the next guy is going to take over for him. I got them taking Jordan Davis. Um, that way they're, they're going to have an absolute monster interior D-line. And he can learn a little bit from Fletcher before he tries to usher out the last couple of years of his uh, career. So I'm gonna take Jordan Davis. All right. Okay, I have the Eagles taking Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. God, they would freak out if he dropped. Oh yeah. <laughs> that would be because Jason Kelsey's getting ready to retire too. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Justin, your second one. Um. I personally think that the Eagles will take Andrew Booth, but if it's me picking here, I would go with Trent McDuffie. I think he's the next best corner. They need secondary help with Slay. So. They do. They do. Uh, after that, we've got the uh, we've got the Chargers, and they could honestly go a lot of ways too. Their O-line was much improved, which has been the issue for a long time. Um, so here I feel like because the defense let them down so much, they kind of they just took Kenneth Murray a couple years ago. I think they got a double dip at linebacker, and this is where I take Devin Lloyd off the board. All right, all right. I have the Chargers beefing up their D line, taking Big Jordan Davis out of Georgia. That would be a good pick for them too. Yeah, I've seen him mock there so many times that it's hard to argue with it with what they got going on. Mm-hmm. Um. If McDuffie on my board would have failed to them, I think he would have been a good pick. Uh, let me see. I, I probably would go with Devontae Wyatt instead of Jordan Davis just because I think he has more of – their run defense was terrible, and Jordan Davis yeah. may be a better run stuffer, but they, they got to get both of somebody some help that can rush the passer, and I think yeah. Wyatt provides Wyatt's that a little freaky. better. Wyatt's yeah. a bit freaky, dude. He's, he's, he's got some, some twitch. It's a little crazy. Yeah. Um, 
I, the Saints, they, there's another team that could go a lot of directions, and it really depends on the way the offseason goes for them. I think Jameis is the quarterback. I'm not concerned with that. I don't think they need to draft a quarterback. So I think they need to add another receiver, uh, and I'm going to take Garrett Wilson, real similar to the type of guy that they wanted when they drafted Michael Thomas. He also went to Ohio State, so I'm going to take Garrett Wilson. All right. Not so fast. I have the Saints taking Matt Corral and oh, Ole Miss. Moving on from, uh, you know, t- can't have Taysom Mill at quarterback. The way he, he plays, he's going to eventually get hurt if he's going to have to play every snap like that. And also, Jameis coming off a nasty knee injury. Who knows how he'll be after that? It's probably his first major injury of his career. Well, had, and I think, get, uh, you know, surgery as well. So oh, yeah. Count that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Corral's just the best overall quarterback in drafts. The Saints are pretty good at evaluating talent. <laughs> yeah, Lee Corso, legend. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly who it was. Uh, I agree with Blake. I mean, Winston, Winston's solid. He's just, man, I don't know what's up with him. He just – he can throw five touchdowns or five picks. You just never know what day you're going to get out of him. Um, Teron Armstead possibly leaving. I think they're going to have issues at tackle. Their receiver class is real deep, and on my board I have several guys there. So if if it was me, I would probably lean to Kenyon Green, the guard. I, th- I think he is so underrated as a O-line prospect. He can play center. He can play guard. I think you could even move him to tackle. Andrew Speed is terrible. Armstead leaving. Winston is going to suck even worse and get hurt again if they don't get somebody on the O line. So, yeah. All right. So, the Eagles picking again. Um, I think this is where they go receiver here um, for me. And this is going to be Chris Olave. I think uh, he would add a lot of explosiveness <clears throat> and they need that because obviously Jalen Rager has been a bum. So. All right, uh, I'm, I have the Eagles picking Kyler Gordon, Ooh. getting a young guy for secondary, get some more depth. I would would have went receiver, but I think the Eagles would get someone in free agency because they they just suck at drafting receiver. Let's be honest here. You don't take Rager. You don't I take mean, Rager. I think Devontae Smith's been fine. Uh, okay, Justin. I w- what other corners were on your board other than – do you just like that corner out of Washington? Yeah. That's, that's just, a, I've never heard anybody mock him there. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking McDuffie or Booth or McCreary. I haven't heard Kyler Gordon there, yeah. really. But, I mean, I don't, hey, I don't believe in the Eagles' ability to draft. So. Oh, so you're just going worse. I, I take that into account. <laughs> He's just like yeah, this so, is what right, I think the Eagles should do the because they suck. The worst player available. Cool. <laughs> all right. I, <laughs> all right. No, nah, Are you I'm going with go the same with strategy Kobe here? Dean. Um, in my mock with them, I took London McDuffie, and I, I think the Kobe Dean fills another need for them. Their linebackers are they're pretty awful, so they need help. He can do a little bit of everything. Okay. Uh, now we got the Steelers. This is Justin's team for everyone that oh, does yeah. not know. Uh, he's a big, big Steelers fan. It's ironic that we're 
related, and he uh, so we're all we have complete opposites guys. in that regard. Yeah, he's uh, Tohib's also a Bengals fan. We did not mention that. I did not mention that to you. Yeah. Well. Uh, so obviously, we're at the point where the Steelers need a quarterback. Uh, I don't think Mason Rudolph is going to get it done. Um, I I'm really torn between Sam Howell and Kenny Pickett. Um, I, I do not think either one of them are great. Uh, and even though Kenny Pickett might make sense because he's from Pittsburgh, I'm going to go Sam Howell here because I, I know it seems weird that, you know, and the hands thing is a little weird to people to be like really hark on. But like normally I wouldn't care, but he has like, he would have the smallest hands of any quarterback drafted mm-hmm. since well, the decade. He since has very small hands because so, he's like no. double jointed. So his thumb doesn't like stick out all the way like that. Look, man, all okay. I'm saying is. Right. Can you pick a year that you should retire? Hands too small. Yeah, that's oh, that's yeah. that's ironic. I, I also have small hands, but so I know what the struggle is. So, I think I've got uh, I think I've got seven and a half inch hands. So his hands are not much bigger than mine. Just and I can't hold an NFL football. Up. <laughs> but yeah, it's just gonna fall out. I, I can throw it like maybe thirty yards. I'm not as gifted as Kenny Pickett, but. That's a, that's an issue. So I think uh, I'm I'm not. This is coming from a professional small hands person. Yeah, so all right. um, that's all I'm saying. I pretty much guarantee the Steelers will get Jimmy Garoppolo or Marcus Mariota. I don't think Mike Tallion wants a rookie quarterback for this draft class. <laughs> I have the Steelers going O line with Zion Johnson. I, I'm not sure if they're O line. Oh dear lord. No. Please bring Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> to Pittsburgh. God, please do it. Please I, I do like it. Their line was so oh, bad because Ben is so immobile, or it was just plain bad. Oh man, oh man! I can't wait to watch Juju throw. Juju's a gone. He's going to the to him. I, I can't wait. Be going to. He'll just, he'll just. I can't wait, Deontay it. Johnson, to get so mad when the balls. <laughs> That's true too. I don't know. Uh, Maybe Claypool will yell at an O lineman again. So I love honestly, like watching this team. I love that Zion Johnson pick. He he's very good, very underrated. If I, I'm really hoping they go O line and go with Mariota this season, honestly, I I would love for them to do something like that and rebuild in other ways. It's not the best quarterback class, but I'm not high enough on Johnson to take him over somebody like Malik, Malik Willis that's still here. Um, that's who I would go with. I don't love it, but he is mobile. Tomlin wants a mobile quarterback. That kind of helps negating some of the O-line issues. I think they can still address it in free agency. They have a lot of cap space. So O-line is where I would want to go, but Willis is here. I'd go with Willis. Okay. Um, so we got the Patriots next. This one's also another one that could go several different directions. They got a lot of guys getting old on their defense. Um, I'm going to go corner here. I'm going to go Andrew Booth. Uh, I think he would fit there, and I think it would right. just be a good pick. All right. I don't have a lot of uh, The Patriots taking Chris Olave, uh, beefing up the receiving court that wasn't that great this season um, outside of, like, Nelson Aguilar. <clears throat> Yeah, um, so yeah. Who, you took Booth, Blake? Yeah. I did yeah, take Booth. I, he I was like the Booth best corner I had Eagles. left on the board. Um, I, just, I don't know. It's, 
I like Booth too. So it, it's tough. I think that what Teve said is is very accurate. Traylon Burks is still there on my board. I think he's probably the next best receiver on the board. And the Patriots have some weird way of drafting players that are not high up on the rankings but turn out to be really good. So they probably won't take Burks. But if it was me, that's who I'd go with. Okay. Burks. And then we got the Raiders next. Yeah, you have no clue. Uh, this is another one, dude, that they just got so many issues. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's going to be something weird. Um, but for the guys I got on the board, they, like, completely got rid of their whole line last year, and I, it tempts me a lot. But I've still got Devontae White on here, and he's somebody that they had a bit, little bit of an issue on their interior last year. And I think Matt Crosby needs some help pass rushing as well. So I'm going right. to take Devontae um, White. For me, I have the Raiders taking Drake London. They obviously lost a couple receivers this season. I think they take the, you know, who I think is one of the best receivers in the draft. Very underrated because he played in the Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah, Drake London falling that far is great value. I, I agree with them taking receiver. He's London's off my board. Um Jameson Williams is still on the board. He he seems kind of like a better version of Henry Ruggs. I feel like they can re- replace him. Williams gets, you know, a lot of a lot of slack because, you know, being injured and everything, but he, he's a stud, so that's how I'd go with. Okay. Um, I haven't taken Kenyon Green yet, and the Cardinals are up next, and it, they they tried to fix the line a little bit, and it just it still didn't look great. And I don't know what's going on with Kyler. I don't know what's going to happen. So, but I'm going to go Kenya Green here. Yeah. I think he's the best fit for their. their All right, I have the Cardinals taking Trent McDuffie. I don't know how he fell this far, but um, I think the Cardinals continued their tradition of having Washington people in their secondary. What do you mean you don't know how he feels? Hey, dude, my draft is um, unpredictable. Okay. Oh, just just wait. I got something juicy coming up. Yeah. There is a lot of ways the Cardinals can go. I think Kyler is going to be there. It's it's just the way their season keeps ending, it seems like, is is tough. Yeah. I think they need – J.J. Watt is yeah. continuously getting hurt. He's aging. I think they need help with pass, ru- pass rush. But I like Kingsley and Agbari. I think he's highly underrated. But on my board, Jermaine Johnson's still there. That's who I'd go with here. He's he's just plug and play. Yeah, he's plug and play. He's ready. That would be a steal. Yeah. Uh, I got the Cowboys. Uh, they have to go defense here. They're the next pick. They have to. The, the defense is still – it got covered up by picks and turnovers. And as we saw last year with the Dolphins, that does not last. Uh, I still have Karloftis and Walker on the board. And they're going to be my next two picks. I think I'm going to take Walker is going to be the pick for the uh, the Cowboys here because they tend to go with freaker athletes over technique. And I think that that's going to fit the defense that they run. I have so the Cowboys uh, taking a risk on Jameson Williams out of Alabama coming off that knee injury. And they have uh, a lot of free agent wide receivers, and you can't pay them all. So I think they get C.D. Lamb, another young receiver. All right. Um, 
Ezekiel Elliott could not run the ball. I don't I don't know if it's just him not being as great as he used to be. Their O line is struggling. I, I like their defense and the Cowboys tend to take best available, which you know that's that's a great strategy in my opinion. Uh I would go with Zion Johnson if it was me. I I think he's versatile enough to put either on the interior or center. So it him still being available, that's what I'd go with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, we got the Bills. Um, I think this has got to be defense. I think their offense is pretty set right now. O line could be a little better, but in general, uh, I think that the their D line is getting a little old, and they need to add some pass rush. I'm gonna go Amazing Carl Loftus value. here since I haven't had him come off my board oh, yet. Yeah. <clears throat> I have the Bills going with uh, Nicobe Dean. Also, I, I have him going this late in the draft. I think he, he's going to be really slept on this draft. <clears throat> um, I think that the okay. reason the Bills were not in the Super Bowl is because Travis Tre'Davious White got hurt, and they their cornerback play was exposed. On my board, Andrew Booth is still there. I think they need somebody opposite of him that can step up. So that's who I go with. Okay, uh, we got Titans up next. This is another team that could go any 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 kind of direction. Um, I haven't taken Zion Johnson yet. I think improving the O line and making it easier on Derrick Henry instead of him having to grind like crazy to get his yards helps. So I'm going to take Zion okay. Johnson. Here. I have the Titans surprising everybody, pulling a Packers and getting Sam Howell to eventually replace Ryan Tannehill. Uh, obviously the Titans need a tight end. I, I don't think they're going to take one in the first round. They need help on the O line. They, yeah, they need help in secondary. Um, they need help in a lot of different areas. Really, a tough decision here. I I would say edge is probably the top priority, and I don't I don't know, man. It, it's really tough. I'd go Trayvon Walker. He's still on my board. I don't, you know, he's just fell. So, I think you got to go best available. He's a great pass rusher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got the Bucks next. Um, they're the next pick. This one's also a struggle because I do think they'll pick up another quarterback. Um, but for me here, of the guys left, if I mean, if they're picking here with no quarterback, you have to take quarterback because Kyle Trask is not it. Uh, I would have to go Desmond Ritter. Okay, nice. Um, I have the Bucks taking Traylon Burks, uh, trying to rebuild their receiving core because after AB left and all the injuries happened, they were throwing it out there to uh, Tyler Johnson, and that's not very ideal. All right. Um, Olave is still on my board. I think that's a, a great option for them. But also Jordan Davis is on my board, and their defensive line is elite. They have the best run-stopping group in, in the NFL. I think they can just, yeah, just make it better. He's Why not make it available. worse? The Why not make it even crazy? Great coaching staff, so that's who I go with. All right. Uh, next up, we got the Packers. Uh, th- this is another one. I don't know what's going to happen. 
Right now, Aaron Rodgers is a, is a Packer. Devontae Adams is a Packer. So this pick could change monumentally. But um, I think they need some help at uh, linebacker. Um, so I'm going to take the Kirby Dean here. He did fall towards the end. I think that linebacker is something that people have realized is can be found later. And um, instead of freak athletes all the time, it's guys who are – Technique. Oh, yeah. I, I thought Logan Wilson was fantastic this year, and he's not a freak athlete. He just is very solid at every aspect, and that's what the Bengals needed, and he's been great. Not everybody turns out like Michael Parsons. More times than not, they end up like Patrick Queen and Kenneth Murray, who are terrible in pass I mean, coverage, up and they're just good at being athletic. Devin Bush, so. and he was dick this whole year. So, Yeah, I think – I think it is proven that linebacker really early is not always necessary. I think there was actually a thing they put out that not a, there's only been one first-round linebacker who has returned his value, and that's Roquan Smith since 2010. That's it. So I would, uh, I'm, I would, I'm going to leave him down there and let, the, right, let the Packers take really it down tough, there. This was really tough, but Dope. I think the Packers will get some help on um, offense, either a receiver but I think they take uh, tight end Trey McBride out of Colorado State. He is a beast. He's my tight end number one. Uh, I think with Rodgers yeah. leaving, they kick him in the nuts while he's down and finally draft the receiver. Olave's still on my board. I think that's who they go with. Yeah. That would be quite the steal to get him that late. Um, next, we got the Dolphins. Um, I think right here that it's obvious that O-line was bad last year and they need more receivers than Jalen Waddell. So you could really go either direction. But um, they need someone that can go up and get a ball because obviously Jalen Waddell's explosive as can be. So okay. I'm going to take Drake oh, London. I have the Dolphins taking Nicholas Petit's Frere. Fur. Fur. Uh, yeah, I can't say that. Fur. Yeah, but um, the yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy, yeah, 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 line. Tua has to get the ball out quick, and uh, they really need to address that. Of course, not. you're not a big Trevor Penning guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm not either. Um, I think a lot of the okay. NFL guys are. Um, me drafting for the Dolphins here. I'm not a big Tua believer, but the right tackle with him being left-handed is a little more important. I think Bernard Raymond is better suited for right tackle. He's still on the board for me. That's what I'd go with. Yep. All right. Old Central Michigan. Okay. Uh, The Chiefs, I think they could go a lot of different directions here, too. I think they do need a wide receiver, too, but they also might be losing Tyron Matthew. The other safety position was abysmal when he wasn't on the field. Um, so I here I'm going to take um, Jaquan Brisker. How do you okay. feel? I, you I like him state. better than Lewis on scene? Yes, I think Daxon Hill's mm-hmm. the second one, and then scene would be, be third. Okay. okay, I think uh, the Chiefs get a wide receiver here and take the best um, available. I think they take George Pickens out of Georgia. Pickens is yeah. best available. You like him better I than Dotson? He was really, you know, hurt okay. um, in the draft process because he was injured, like okay. in like uh, spring practice, and he didn't really play that much. 
Like, yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. Okay. I, I watch a lot of football, and yeah, does Legarius need play for the Chiefs? Okay, he does play for the Chiefs. He is I their starting. The he's their, he's their corner number one. I believe that I can name. Um, Kyrie Elam still on the board. I, I really like Elam. He gets a lot of a lot of shit talk just because he's got a lot of penalties and stuff. But he played in the SEC. He's long. I think he's a steal of a pick, and if he has the right coaching, he could be a top five corner in the draft. Easy. Okay. All right. Uh, next, I have the uh, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, and I think it's very apparent they have to go O line. The only issue for me is I don't see any first round O lineman left, but you kind of have to take it. So, of the guys left, I think Trevor Penning, and I don't think he should be a tackle, even though he's real big. I think he should be slid down to guard because he's very strong but okay. lacks technique. So, I'm going to take okay. Penning. Kind of obvious <clears throat> Bengals need a, a lineman. I have them taking Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M, which is the, Man. Yeah. Which is the best available oh, since be I dream. have uh, Penning going all the way at 11. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's excellent. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pretty much do what you said, Blake. Um, they need a line help. They got sacked eight times by Tennessee. That they should not have won that game. They did not deserve to win, even be in the Super Bowl. In my opinion, it was a Cinderella run with how their O line was. But Trevor Penn is the best O line prospect I got. I also agree that he's very overrated. So he, he he's not day one starter material. So that, that's who I would take. Okay, the last pick of the first round, uh, the Lions uh, are, of course, they get the, uh, the the pick for the Super Bowl when Matthew Stafford wins yeah. it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they could they could go many different directions here, um, but I think I think this is you know best player available again, and left on my board, I think the best player available. They just need playmakers, and. I think they need another receiver to go with Amon Ra, and I think that's going to be okay. David Bell. I completely agree with you. I also have the Lions taking David Bell, 32. All right. I think David Bell is a little overhyped. Um, Maybe a little bit. He's just a play, boomer bust kind of guy. I do have Dotson, and I do like Dotson. Um, I just feel like he's more of a jump ball guy, and they already have that kind of guy with um, – what's his name? Oh, the dude from Wisconsin a couple years ago. Quintez Cephas. Um, I can't remember his yeah, name, yeah. but he's, he's a big guy. He's Quintez Cephas, he's their jump ball guy. And Amon Ross St. Brown's like a bona fide – I think he could be at number one. So, I think so, David Bell can be a Curtis Samuel um, kind of guy. There, there's no great receiver talent left on my board that I, I feel comfortable taking in the first round. Um, I am the biggest mm-hmm. Jared Goff fan, of, I think, that of anybody. I believe in his talent, but I don't think many <laughs> other people do, and that's eventually going to show. Um, I think with Desmond Ritter being on the board, he's my quarterback three in, in the draft, and that's who I would go with. Yes. That's what you would do, though? That's what you would do? Not I would go, I'd go Ritter. I think, think Ritter is a first round talent. He can he can sit behind them enough. I don't okay. think he's mm-hmm. worth taking over like Willis or Sam Howell, but I think he's yeah. worth the back end pick. You get a fifth year option with that pick as well. Okay. 
Okay. The only uh the only okay, well that's that's every pick. Uh the big takeaway is uh to me, I think, is uh I think we all have mostly the same players in the first round. It's just this cl- far away from it, we're really like oh, yeah. the variance is huge. And uh it's really I think it's really cool. Um I didn't have McDuffie going in the first round. I think he's fine, but I think mo- more yeah, of these who, teams who, need other things besides your, corner. Your guys, like, who would you oh, say the most surprising guy left on your board was that didn't get picked in the first round? Would it be him? It would be McDuffie to me because I was I was leaning possibly to the Lions, but I really believe in Awarier really a lot, and I think Akuda getting back. They're going to be fine. I thought about also taking Daxon uh, there. So he who did you have that didn't get picked in the first uh, round that's on your board that you think is surprising? Um, I'd have to say probably um, Kenny Pickett because yeah. I honestly thought he was top two, top, two, top three quarterback in draft. I think, you know, the, the hand size thing is going to really make him fall despite his talent. Yeah. Um, as far as surprising goes, what about you? Uh, I think Arnold Evacetti from Penn State is is really underrated, and, and so is DeMarvin Leal. That's mm. two edge guys that are, are deep. But honestly, yeah. between those two, I think Christian Harris could really slide into the first round. The linebacker from Alabama that would be, and so could Kenneth Walker. I mean, teams take running backs. They could. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. That's that's one that like I really I just don't know how many of these. I feel like running back mm-hmm. now is a little saturated more than it usually is, um, and because even like the Lions being like one of the worst teams and the Jaguars, they have good solid running backs. Um, so I yeah. I just no, kinda, I, get it. I, I couldn't really do it. You know, I yeah. Um, the other one that I really like that is a, it's just interior D line. Sometimes it's hard. To take them really high, but uh, yeah. I, Perry and Winfrey and Fedarian Mathis are both nasty. Fader, Perry and Winfrey, especially, he was nasty at the Senior Bowl. So that's mm-hmm. one that I yeah, think I, I, I might have that. come he up. Can, more he could easily slide up towards the early second or late first. Yeah, but uh, all right, that was great, guys. Um, so we're gonna do this is our like initial like 1.0, I guess you could say. I'm gonna save it. Come back to it after the combine. We'll do our second one and try to do one that's a little more what we think is going to happen compared to and see how it, yeah, man. See how it goes down. So I appreciate you coming on. Uh, we'll have you on again later. Uh, me and Tohib are going to do an episode this Saturday about the going over the NFL season and then getting into the after All-Star break for the NBA. So thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate right it. Uh, see you soon.